Yeah. Yeah. So the finale of 1010 would recommend. Well, 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 well. That was a sad L. That was a sad one. <laughs> this can go two ways. Like all of your favourite show finales, really, really good, but you feel satisfied and happy and feel like everything you wanted it to be yeah. was met. Yeah. Or it could be an episode of Game of Thrones finale <laughs> and it could be shit. Great and reference for the fact that you haven't watched it. Thank you. Yeah, and yeah. disappoint you and make you feel very unhappy. So... <laughs> Well, so it which would it be? <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone, this is me, it is I, it is she, Talani. And it is me, it is I, it is she, Gina. Ba, 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 ba. So since this is the final episode, there is something I wanted to do. Okay. Because I feel like we both got this gig um, by looks and personality alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not by skill set. <laughs> it's not by knowledge. <laughs> We watch a lot of TV. We do watch uh, an awful lot of telly. But like often the critique of us is that we are not film buffs. Yeah, we're not. So I have film buff quiz (laughs) that I wanted to do with you. Okay, yeah, cool. To see how much you do know about television and films that you should know about. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, so it's a series of questions. I'm going to ask you five. Okay. And we'll go from there. Mm -mm. What costume does E.T. wear when the kids sneak him out of the house? Uh, he's wearing a cape. He's... I'll give you options. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> An old lady, Spider-Man, Ghost, Flash Gordon. An old lady, Spider-Man. Okay, it's not Spider-Man, it's not Flash Gordon. I don't, what's Flash Gordon? I don't know who that is. Okay, um, is, I think it's an old lady. An old lady you're an going for? An old lady, yeah. That is incorrect. It goes as a ghost. Fuck. Oh, Which feels he's wearing like a white the, cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. okay, right. What's the next one? Um, I will get you the next one right now. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> two sex. <laughs> okay. Next one. You ready? Yes. Which two actors slash directors won a Best Actor Oscar for the film they directed themselves in? I'll say that again. <laughs> Please. Which two actor slash directors won a Best Actor Oscar? Oscar for a film they directed themselves in. Okay, what are the options? Laurence Olivier and Orson Welles. Laurence Olivier and Roberto Benigni. Roberto Benigni and Jack Nicholson. Orson Welles and Roberto Benigni. I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Uh, I'm going to say the one with Jack Nicholson because that's... And that will be incorrect. Okay. It was Laurence Olivier. Why would you not go for that option? I don't bloody know. What was the film that they that won best? Right, okay, let's continue on then. Okay, so the next question, we've done two, right? Yeah, both three more. Wrong. Both wrong. <laughs> Which Elton John song does everyone sing together on the bus in Almost Famous? Tiny Dancer. Let's see. Correct! Yeah! That is a banger. Is it? Oh, Happy because Tiny Dancer. Well done, Elton, for that. Well done, yeah. sir. Sir yeah. Elton John, well my done, bad. Sir. Have you been seeing Elton John's outfits? Not about that. Okay. Name two of the actors who appeared in The Outsiders. Options. Charlie Sheen and Tom Cruise. Okay. Tom Cruise and Matt Dillon. Ralph Mucci and Charlie Sheen. His name is not Mucci, it's Machio. <laughs> <laughs> John Koska and Diane Lane. <laughs> Tom Mucci, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Um, I think the first one. <laughs> Charlie Sheen and Tom Cruise. Yeah. That is incorrect. It's Tom Cruise and Matt Dillon. Okay. <laughs> Last question. Oh. Okay. 
if you get this wrong, I feel people who like films will be very offended. Okay. Which actor has appeared as James Bond the most times? Is it A, Roger Moore? I think it's Piers Brosnan, but gone. That's not an option here. Shit. I'm embarrassed. B, <laughs> Daniel Craig. C, Sean Connery. Connolly, Connolly, uh, names, man. And D, George Lezanbai. Lezanbai? Lezanbai. 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 Stop saying it. <laughs> um, I have some cheat. Do you know how funny I get when people say my name wrong? <laughs> I am the cheekiest person ever. Who would you say? Uh, okay, I think it's out of Daniel Craig and Sean Connery. Okay. Um, it can't be Daniel Craig, because Daniel Craig, he's just been, he just started that. Mm-hmm. I think Sean Connery. Sean Connery, you say? That is incorrect. This is Roger Moore. But you know, you're better than me because I thought Roger Moore was a footballer. Okay. I, I mean, I... I Who is Piers Brosnan? Piers Brosnan's never been Bond? I think he has. Okay. Um. So, yeah, that has proved the point. <laughs> <laughs> so, if we don't come back next season, you'll all know why. We have absolutely no <laughs> business doing this whatsoever. But they were all film questions. And what about TV? It's not fair, is it? Yeah, but that's what they care about, you know? Yeah, that's fair. So, enough. yeah, I wanted to play that with you and well done for failing. Thank you so much. Do you You're think welcome. you would have done better than me? Absolutely not. Okay, yeah. I did get one question right. Yeah, well done for that. And that was because, truthfully, that was the first Elton John song that came to mind. <laughs> Moving on. So, uh, as we said, this is the last episode of this season. It's been real fun. It's been great times. Um, do you have a peak and a pit of this season? Oh my God, I love that you asked that question. That's yeah. my favourite question to ask. I know. Um, a pick and a pick. A peak and a pit. Peak is... Oh, okay, pit is you failing that because I really want you to pass that quiz so we can actually prove that we actually do know what we're doing. Yeah. Um, a peak would be... I have no idea. Okay. No, do you know what? I really liked that clip of us talking about the dead. I yeah. I thought that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. That yeah. was fun. So my pit is... No, my peak... I have a lot of peaks. Okay, let's hear I've it. I've really enjoyed talking about Love is Blind. That was um, fun. That's been really fun. SK has not got back to us. <laughs> Unfortunately, SK has not replied <laughs> SK has to not any of... To SK and his lawyers have not replied and to any of our requests. the last time I heard of SK, he was saying that he was going to sue people. So I am going to keep SK's mouth name out of my mouth. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I enjoyed some of the interviews that we've done. Okay. Um, I enjoyed... What else? So those, yeah, my peaks have been, every episode has been great. My pit is when I was uh, called out on my name for not wanting to watch From Scratch. That, no, us, yo, yo, you didn't need to do that. <laughs> and us coming to terms with the fact that uh, it was because of my own childhood trauma. Yes. There has been a lot of dead parent content this season. Tons. And I'm going to bring more and about a film I watched yeah. the other day on Netflix, which is also dead parent content. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it is a Christmas film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But genuinely, outside of the classics, genuinely might be a, one of a new good one. Okay. Like a new one that's actually good. Okay, and what okay. film is that? So it's called The Noel Diary. Okay. Um, it has the man that is in This Is Us. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. But I do know a lot about his life. Wasn't This Is plays Us? Plays Kevin in This Is Us. Um, was Master Crescell. It has him in it. He's the main character and he plays a writer. Mm-hmm. And he's a very successful writer and his mother dies, Mm. dead parent content, and he has to go back home because, of course, there is no Christmas film where you don't have to go back home. You always have to return to your roots. You always have to return home. I'm really intrigued by how many people live so far from home. I know. 
Because generally, home is a 20-minute drive. Yeah. No, same. Same. Yeah. Anyway, so he has to go back home. And he goes back home to like clear his mother's stuff. His, him and his mum had a very estranged relationship. They weren't chatting before she died, which must be sad. Mm. Um, so he's in the home and he has to like... She's, the mum was also a hoarder. Can you see all these little con- like details that most Christmas films fail to have at yeah. this house? Yeah, yeah. The mum's a hoarder. Anyway, um, this woman turns up at the mother's house and is looking for her mother. Because mm-hmm. basically her mother used to be his babysitter. Mm. Yes. So they go on this journey to go find her mother. And her mother is called Noelle Henson Noelle Diary because they find a di- one of her diaries and they read it along with us. And yeah, it's actually quite interesting. Why doesn't she know her mother? So her mother got pregnant at 17. Ah. And back in them days when you did that, you kind of got kicked out of your home mm-hmm. to go have the baby, give it up for adoption and then come back home. So when I saw the trailer for this, yes. it seemed as though um, those two people, the one looking for her mom and going through their diary and the one whose father had died, were going to have... Died. Sorry, mother had died. We're going to have some sort of relationship. But of course. So is it, is it, is it cute? It is actually quite cute. Aside from the fact that she's engaged to someone else... And I know how much you hate cheating. Uh, okay, I just, it frustrates me so much. It wasn't Why? overt cheating, though. What? Like, it was just like looks and glances and touches. Oh, they didn't fuck. I just don't get why you can't have a story. It honestly baffles me. When it's a fictional thing, why is it that you can't just have a story where they're not doing that? She doesn't need to be engaged. What does that add to the because story? It adds, of course it adds to the story because she's like, it makes the audience want them to be together but also that they're wrong for wanting that because this woman is engaged. Mm. Okay, here's my tea. I genuinely feel like, I don't know who, I feel like men are behind this. I think that the PR machine to make cheating acceptable has been fully propagated by rom-coms. And I'm going to leave it there. No, tell me more. Because I, I just feel like what rom-coms to me are one of the only genres that consistently have a spe- allow a space where cheating is okay. But you call it cheating. Mm. I say, don't let your partner stop you from meeting the love of your life. I hear what you're saying, but it's still cheating. But, but I hear what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes still your cheating, partner though. is not the love of your life. Absolutely true. However, it doesn't mean it doesn't actually change the fact that it's still cheating. But it's true. So therefore, just because you're in a little relationship doesn't mean you should stop looking for the love of your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what rom-coms propagate. You see, you see this? This is the PR machine right here. Carry on the search for the love of your life. Yeah, whilst you're in your <laughs> long-term <job> relationship. <laughs> whilst you're engaged, your partner, just keep looking. Keep looking for it. just in case. Yeah. And also, I believe in just in case when it comes to dating. Do you know really? what a just in case is? Have I told you about just in case? No. So, if you're in a relationship, I I don't urge you. <laughs> I don't urge you. Mm. Sounds like you do. But I don't disapprove of it if you have someone that's a just-in-case. Right. And a just-in-case plays the role of being like... Do you know when you watch sports mm. and there's always someone there, like, bouncing, warming up, waiting to jump in yeah. in case someone gets substituted out? Yeah. That's your just in case. They're there warming up. Yeah. You know, you don't do too much. You don't see chat to them often because obviously you're not a cheater, but you keep them warm. Right. It was, hey, hope you're good. Just checking in on you. Just let them know that, okay, cool. So once and if, unfortunately, your partner has to be re- like red card, party done, this just in case then steps in and plays the game. Mm. And that, my friends, is how football works. Right. Okay. So do you have, do you have a just in case? Have you had those? No.
<laughs> it ain't right, and I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna agree to it. I think it's wrong. Really? I really, yeah, really do. I, think, I need to stop saying that. Of course, I yeah, think Yeah, you really do need to, like, let's clarify this. I think cheating is wrong, <laughs> but I don't mind it in films and television. Okay, <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> Let me finish the sentence. I don't mind okay. it in films and television. Fair enough, fair I enough, think it just enough. adds, you know, some drama. Right, And right, I think right, there's always right. something about, like, the obtainable, right, when it comes to romance stories, this yeah. idea that, like, this, we should have, this is wrong, but yet it feels so right. Right, right, and right. And I think right, it's that right, sense right. of drama and also putting the audience in a moral dilemma. Mm-hmm. That's why they do it. Right, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I yeah. hear what you're saying. So I'm going to speak about a film that also includes dead, dead, dead content. Uh, this one is a fantasy film. Okay. It's called Slumberland. Okay. Uh, and it stars Marlo Barkley, who is the main character. She's a little girl called, in the in the film, she's called Nemo, and Jason Momoa. Okay. I feel like this is the first time I've ever seen Jason Momoa play a character like this because in the film, he's like a quote-unquote outlaw and he's got like horns and yes, he all this other stuff. Um, <clears throat> when usually you see Jason Momoa, like Game of Thrones type vibe, Aquaman, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, the film is about a young girl whose father dies mm-hmm. um, and then she discovers a map that takes her to a dreamland, slumberland, uh, where she can like, I don't know, you can go into your dreams, blah, blah, whatever. Um, and she's looking for her father. Right, okay. Yeah. And her her aide, the person that she goes on this journey with, is Jason Momoa. Yes. Yeah. Um, you watched some of this, right? I did watch some of this, yes. My question about films just generally is, and also, it's I know like dead moms do happen, but what is it with the dead dad thing? What are you, like, what? It's so, and also, I feel like this is something that I've, I've always noticed as I've grown up, because I... I would always be like, everyone's dad is dead, but in my real life, no one's dad is dead. So no why is there yeah. such an oversubscription of dead dads in these? But do you know what films? it is? Growing up, right, I used to be really surprised when I spoke to friends that were like, yeah, my mum and dad. I'm like, your dad's at home. Oh my God, I saw a great Generally, tweet about that used yesterday. to shock me when anybody mentioned their dad. I'm like, and so he lives with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he's in your house all the time. I saw a great tweet about that because it was like, um, um, going, to, <laughs> going to your friend's house who has two parents is so weird because it's like, what do you mean there's this middle-aged man in your house? <laughs> your dad's <laughs> like, just sitting there just the whole a, time. A man just lives in your house what? and cares for you and loves you and is active in your life and comes to pick you up from school. Yeah, yeah, mad. Who is this person picking you up from school? You mean you don't just have a mug that says, I love dad, even though your dad doesn't live in your house, your mum only bought it for you so you can feel better about not having a that live in your house. Oh my god, what's that story, isn't it? That is such a sad story. <laughs> Genuinely, what my mum did. That's <laughs> what made me laugh, but also tear Oh my god. Yeah, we had a massive I Love Dad mug <laughs> that my mum bought. Oh my god. Oh my god. Did she, what? <laughs> so I, can't, I actually can't go over that. Yeah, that was the thing my, my mum did. Yeah. What did what was that supposed to do for you? Just to make you feel better, right? I don't know. I don't know what it was meant to do. That is so sad. Anyway, so her dad's dead. Um, yeah, fantastic content. I so I don't like fantastical content. Yeah, yeah. Also, it had the girl Aruche, who is amazing and yeah. sick. She is. I may destroy you. Yeah, and she's in it as well. She's in it as well. Yeah. I know you don't like fantastical content. I thought this was really a cute film for young people um also i do love any film that has to do with like dreams and going into dreams one of my favorite films is inception okay i get that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i love the idea of like i don't know going into also it was like you'd see dreams where like somebody was like um she was like a tango dancer and she would like be wearing these promiscuous clothes and blah blah, blah and like in real life she was a nun ah okay yeah 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 it's a fun film i recommend watching it with kids yeah yeah i like that midway content of like kids sh- shows or films that are like 
you rate that they're grown up. Mm. Like, you don't like act that they're, they're like, you know, do you know, like the kids when they're about 11, they want to watch content that's good, but not doesn't baby them. Yeah, that's true. Does that make sense? I feel like that's what this is. Because they experience very real things and big things and things like that. So I think it's actually quite good to, to do that. Mm. And I'm also like fascinated in how people talk to kids about death. Yeah. That's a good point. But then I'm like, are they even really... It's so weird. Because I'm just trying to think. I feel like the best example of how... You're not going to get... You've never watched it or read them. But I feel like the best example of, like, content that speaks to kids about death is, like, Harry Potter. Because that was, like, really... And it was, like, she did not hold back from, like, how depressing that was. Oh, really? Yeah, like, it was really... And, like, him... Like, Harry always looking for, like, to to find them and have, like, that moment and blah, blah, blah. I feel like, generally, though, content is, like, quite light about it. It's like, oh, dad's gone. Yeah. Let's go. And do you know what I also like as well? I don't know it sounds like random, but there was a series of films that The Rock did with a little girl. Oh, yeah. Where, like, I like this thing of, like, a misplaced adult who has no business raising a child and then a child that has to be raised by them. That's exactly what Sunderland is yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, is yeah, exactly yeah. what Sunderland Like, is like. this, like, random uncle and auntie who now has this child to look after and it's just like, I don't know what to do with this. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. And I like, I like things like that. I like that too. Yeah. I want to speak to Jason Momoa. Why? Because, because... Mm-hmm. I want to know, I always wonder when it comes to like people who have been kind of typecast or typecast maybe is the wrong word, but like have taken on very similar roles. So like because Jason Momoa is this big, attractive guy. Is he? Yeah. (laughs) Tell me more about how attractive you think Jason Momoa is. Yeah, Jason Momoa, you know. Tell me more. As everyone knows, this is an objective fact. This is not me, you know, I'm not, he... Why are you starting? I I don't know. (laughs) It's quite actually hot. (laughs) What's going on here? Oh God, it's real hot in here. The Don't lights. Don't you feel your least feminism when you <laughs> when you get like giggly about a feminine looking man? He like <laughs> like I'm like stand up. Like, why is the sight of a good looking man making you giggle? I know. Yeah, but in like. What was that decision? I don't know whether it was, like, him being like, you know what? I want to change and do something different. It's the same way how I feel, like, Matthew McConaughey, a.k.a. the guy who was in... Um, every Rom Com Ever. Right, Every Rom Com Ever. Yeah. And was, like, uh, the one that I always remember is... Ten, how to a guy in how ten to days. Exactly. Yes. How he suddenly pivoted to being in these very, very serious, like, TV shows and yeah. films. Where does that moment happen? How does that discussion happen? How do you convince the casting agent or whatever to be like, look, give me a chance. I can do a different role. Okay, so I'm everything I think is seasonal, right? Right. I think when Matthew was doing all the rom-coms, right? Mm-hmm. This was being in the big box. Right. Like, rom-coms, at a time, ran the world. Well, every, we all watched it everywhere. There were, like, big, massive blockbusters, really, right? Mm-hmm. Earned the money. Your face is everywhere. You got the popularity. And then I think they get to a point of, like... Yo, I want to be taken seriously. Mm. So they either fuck off and do theatre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. they want to be taken seriously. Or they take less money, but their name still brings audiences in. Mm-hmm. So him doing the series shows, he probably is not getting as much money as he goes in the rom-com. Mm. But it's Matthew, isn't it? People see that name, familiar with him, will go watch a film with his name in it, but get paid less because when they're taken seriously. Do you think that rom do you think rom-coms generate more money than like I'm trying to think of like, the stuff that he was in. Then, like, a very serious drama. I think so. Interesting. Because it's, just, it's easier to, to watch, right? Mm. Maybe not now, but don't you remember all of the, the season of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? They were just rom-com after rom-com That's after true. Really rom-com. Rom-com, like, after rom-com, yeah. They were making big money rom-coms. Like, it was mm. just, yeah, I, feel, I think so. What's the last good rom-com you've seen? Oh, it's been a minute, you mm. know. 
Because nothing... Rom-coms are lacking Jenny Sequoia recent, you know. I love a rom-com, but they're really lacking... I know what's going to happen from the offset. Mm. There's Always Be My Baby... Always Be My Maybe, I really enjoyed. Oh my God, Always Be My Maybe was great. Really, really enjoyed that. Really, really Which good. basically is a just-in-case. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. That was great, though. But really, really enjoyed Always Be My Maybe. Yeah. Which is, should still be on Netflix, hopefully. It is, it is, it is. Okay, it's cool. Netflix original, so yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. always be on there. So it'll be I agree, Always Be My Maybe was really good. Anyway, Slumberland, fab. If you need your fill of dead dad content from Netflix, you can watch Slumberland and... <laughs> <laughs> Slumberland and... Noel Diary. The yeah. Noel Diary? The Noel Diary. The Noel Diary. Yeah. Just like dead parent stuff. Yeah. I mean, also like fantasy and rom com. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's still nice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Ultimately, yeah. it's it's still nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. So now that we've been speaking about what we've been watching, let's yes. talk about what's coming up on Netflix. Because obviously this is the last episode, so people are going to be wanting to know. What are you going to do? You're all going to be off work soon. Exactly. And you're, you're not going to have us. things to watch. Exactly. And truth be told, our backs are hurting from carrying, carrying Wow, I've we've been carrying the weight of Netflix. We actually, exactly. We actually have. We actually have. So let's talk about what's coming up um, from now until uh, the end of December. Let's so, go. The first thing I have to talk about is something that actually comes out today, which is called Senior. Uh, And that is a documentary about Robert Downey Sr. Because it's talking about how everyone knows everything about Robert Downey Jr. No one knows about his his dad. There was a senior? Yeah, exactly. What did he do? Well, we'll find out when we watch this documentary, won't we? Do you know what's really interesting about that, right? (laughs) With the Robert Downey Sr. being talked about. Because (laughs) I find most juniors, like most people that have successful fathers or important fathers or whatever, consistently fight for attention because of how successful and known their father is. Yeah. I think Robert Downey Jr. might be the first person, in terms of what we know, to outdo his father. Mm, You're probably right. Yeah. Because most successful people who have successful fathers spend their whole life trying to prove a point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Robert Downey Sr. was an American filmmaker and actor. Was he? Yeah, he was. Was he made? Well, babe, you've got to watch the documentary. No, 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 I actually genuinely want to know. I'm so fascinated you've by this. You've got to watch the documentary. Uh, it says he was known for writing and directing the underground film Putney Swope, a satire on the New York Madison Avenue advertising world. According to film scholar Wheeler Winston Dixon, Downey's films during the 1960s were strictly techno-prisoners' affairs with minimal budgets and outrageous satire, effectively pushing forward the countercultural agenda of the day. Super important. I love satire content. So do I. Yeah. To be fair. So do I. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. So that comes out today. Give that a watch if you're interested in that. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. Lady Chatterley's Lover also comes out today. Let me tell you something about Lady Chatterley's Lover. Let me tell you. So this is based on, I'm pretty sure, a book. Um, It stars Emma Corrin, who played Diana in the last season of The Crown. And, uh, oh God, is it Jack Jack O'Connelly? Jack O'Connor? Why can I not pronounce anyone's names today? Jack O'Connell. Jack O'Connell is known for playing Cook in Skins. Okay. Do you remember remember that? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So... Lady Chatterley's Lover is essentially about a is this woman. A whore? <sighs> <laughs> respectfully, yeah, res- respectfully and fictionally, yes, uh, because she ends up having an affair with like um, one of the guys who like works on their grounds. But it is like an incredibly just don't watch this with any parents. Oh, who likes watch affairs it alone. now? I don't... Who likes cheating now when it's Lady Chatterley doing it? I didn't say I liked the cheating. I'm saying that there's a lot of sex scenes, what so beware. What cheating would you... There's, I don't accept any <laughs> cheating! What cheating is more, more acceptable than you when we talk about heterosexual relationships? Right. Women cheating or men cheating? The most acceptable cheating to me 
is when somebody is incredibly unhappy. That I accept. Most happy people don't cheat. You'd think. Um, yeah, Lady Chatterley's Lover comes out today. Again, the sex scenes. There's, it, it's it's a lot of sex. sex yeah. It's a, it's a lot. Don't watch really? it with anybody else. You must watch it alone. And maybe turn down the volume. I can watch a sex scene alone and still feel very shy. Really? I felt so shy watching Sex Life. Yeah, I mean... Whew. I was so shy. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. It's this. <laughs> well, I should be watching this. Oh, I've got a question for you. Tell me. Pertain to sex scenes and films. Mm. What was that? Do you remember the first sex scene you watched with your mother in the room and how how did it go? Oh, my God. That's a really good question. Do I, Or though? a sex film you watched with your mother. Or <laughs> when you stopped leaving the room when a sex scene was coming on. Because I did this thing for years where we'd be watching a film on television together and you can tell when something's going to happen mm. and I would need to go to the toilet. I think I did that up until I was about 25. Mm. Really? Yeah. I don't, I have no, I don't really watch, I have that, I don't have an answer to that question. Really? Yeah, do you have an answer? Um, I can't think of the film, but the first time my man upstairs, I was like, oh, this is fucking weird, was it wasn't even a sex scene. It was um, <laughs> Usher. What? Yeah. This is when I knew... I I fancied Usher for a very long time. Okay, so Usher, Usher was my first crush. Yeah, same. And also my sexual um, awakening. Awakening. Watching some of the pops and Usher was performing, and it was "You Make Me Wanna," and just the bit where he takes his feet out of his shoes mm-hmm. and he goes back in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, I'm going upstairs. I'm going to go to the toilet." <laughs> <laughs> I just felt really funny in my body. It was yeah. such. A, I was just like, I don't know what this is. I must need to wee. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> brand new feeling mm. so yeah I remember uh, that Usher he had us all in a chokehold yeah Mm-mm-mm. or doing that and like watching it covering your eyes because I'm gonna be like cover your eyes and I'll be like watching it through <laughs> the little peepholes because I was a little pet <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to see <laughs> I wanted to see Usher take see, shoes off see adults are doing it <laughs> see Usher's toes um, also coming out today you'll be excited to know is Firefly Lane season 2 oh fuck yes so excited for that. I am so excited for Firefly Lane. Yeah, I've really I, missed that. I love that. I might go back and yeah. watch it. I loved that show. Really, really, really good. I think that we need to go back because I forget what happened. Well, if people haven't seen it and you would recommend it, because we recommended it a while ago. Yeah, we recommended it a really long while ago. Uh, Firefly Lane, God, it's essentially about two best friends who are like completely different, which is one of my favourite genres yes. of um, like friendships in films uh, or TV shows. It's just about their it's lives. It's just about their friendship, basically. And it keeps going back to like them back in the day and then them Yeah, now, yeah. But... So we go through the years of them and different stages of them and like they work together when they were in high school, yeah. when they one of them had children, when the other one had children, yeah. breakups, um, one of them gets cancer, I think. Yeah, but yeah. where we ended in season one was a kind of a kind of like a, a cliffhanger because there was a big betrayal and essentially they're not talking. Yeah. But, but we, we don't, don't know, know what's why. happened. We don't know why. We're going to find out today because it's out today. And also it was like a cliffhanger that we, I'm like, no, you can't end this. I was so angry at yeah. it ended. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm definitely going to watch that. I'm going to do, oh, well, I'm going to treat myself this weekend to that. Yeah. The glass of wine. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be good. Might order a Chinese. So out, oh, yeah, yeah Chinese. You know what I mean? Lovely, yeah. Get a nice Chinese and a glass of wine. Oh, good, lovely. Good yeah, yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. Mm. I'm living the dream, Absolutely. <laughs> Um, okay, so next week, 7th of December, Too Hot to Handle season four is too out. Hot. What do you have to handle? Do you remember the song? 
that comes out. We all know what Too Hot to Handle is about. You've got some single hot people. They're all on an island. They're not allowed to do anything sexual with each other. Otherwise, the cash prize of, I think it's like 100 grand, goes down. Every year, I tell Netflix to put me on that show because I will win 100 grand. I will not touch a single beat. I'll be able to make eye contact. What if they were in your exact spec? I don't think... What's sex when there's money involved? That's true. Not even a kiss, though? No. 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 It's not even that fun. Yeah, fair. All right. It's 100 grand. And how long will it be for? That's so true. That is so true. Um, 13th of December, we have Last Chance You Basketball Season 2. I've heard a lot of good things about Last Chance You, you know. Yes, yes, I've never, ever watched it. Do you like basketball? I think it's okay. I find any sort of athletic thing in the US really interesting because they take it so seriously. Yeah, yeah. Much like I wasn't a huge fan of cheerleading, but then obviously watching... watching yeah. What was that? Cheer? Yeah, watching cheer. I was fascinated. Mm. And I think Last Chance You, whenever we talk about cheer, the other comp and like, the thing that people recommend is always Last Chance You. Right, okay. So if you're a big fan of Last Chance You or want to give it a try, the second um, season, and this one's specifically about basketball, I think there might also be a football one. I'm not okay. sure. Um, is out on the 13th of December. I used to play basketball. So did I. Yeah. Were you I was good? Really good at it. Really? Genuinely, I've got loads of medals still from playing basketball. Wow. Yeah, was, like, genuinely really good at it. Really enjoyed it. And then I learned how to do the referee and the table officiating, which I still know how to do. I like, I've got certificates. Wow. Yeah. So why did you stop? Uni? Boys. Same reason why I stopped playing the discus. I was a discus champion in my bar. And then my aunt, some boy said, your arm is wham, man. I was like, I'm never touching a discus again. That's really sad. I know. Literally. Stanner. But also, it's more sad on me. Yeah, like, it's I really sad. Discus champion. He looked at my arm, he was like, wow, your arm's mad big. And I said, well, that's the end of my discus career. <laughs> that's for, You could have been in the Olympics. Mm, yes. That's what I told myself. But also, I know damn well I have no self-discipline and dedication that's going to make me go to the Olympics. Yeah, but you could have just had but one I'm good... I'm fascinated by Olympians. Yeah. Yeah. That's really... So what these stories that you're telling me today, they're really sad. I had a great childhood. <laughs> You're not convinced. <laughs> I'm not at all. Really great time. But it really threw me that I I love dad's cup, you know. Yeah, sad news. <laughs> you know I'd just love to know what like my mum saw that in a shop and thought, yeah, okay, my kids. <laughs> no, I actually can't. I can't my listen to this anymore. My kids with their absent father should have this in the house. Damn. And long for the day where he might come and use it. You know it. what? I know we need to because I can't. I actually can't listen to this anymore. All right. So on the twenty first. <laughs> <laughs> did you think he was going to come for the door and no. be like oh that cop no but when I did watch Lingy though Mrs. Outfire I was convinced my dad was going to come I was convinced I was convinced that one day my dad's going to be like dressed up as an old black woman <laughs> called Gladys <laughs> now, sometimes when I was like when I see artists in the toilet I'll go and look and they're going to take it off and they'll be my dad I was that no that actually scarred me but I love that film and also really like my millions my rest in peace but yeah that was a big thing for me oh god alright I don't know if I was talking about that publicly before well wow. oh that's sad that is did you not interview your director or the writer of that no well, we did speak about this on the yeah. podcast before I think when we were talking to Christopher Columbus yeah yeah I hope he's well. I hope he's well too. Oh, thank God, I really thought you were going to say he died. I would have been so sad. Oh, no. Okay, thank God he's a lovely alive. alive man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, on the 21st of December, uh, Emily in Paris season three. Bop, bop. Bop, bop. Um, she's, she's still doing her thing, I guess, in Paris. Um, yeah, Trooper Don. I never watched that show, but everyone seems to love it. You've watched it. I, I watch all of it. 
there you go, she's coming back. Um, on the 23rd of December, I'm really, really excited because Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery is coming out and that film slaps. You should okay, definitely you said watch that. it. Okay, yeah. so would you say that's the big Christmas film? Ooh. It's Christmas, everyone's eating. You want to watch something on telly? What should we watch on Christmas Day? Yeah, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. And it's great okay. to watch with family. Okay, nice. It's really, really, really good. Really, really good. Um, I know I've mentioned it before, but just quickly, if you've watched the first Knives Out, it's essentially a murder mystery film. Uh, Daniel Craig, aka Bond, uh, but not the longest running Bond, as we found one. out in the earlier this episode. Yeah. Who was that again? Um, that was Robert Moore. Roger Moore. Close enough. Uh, yeah, he's a detective trying to find out who committed the murder. He's died this time. Is that a spoiler? That's a spoiler. Okay. That's a huge spoiler, actually. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Um, what else do we have? On the 25th of December, we have The Witcher Blood Origin. Uh, so the last Witcher's series that we had was The Witcher Season 2. But this is like a separate from that. But I think it might be the prequel. Mm. of The Witcher. Um, so if you're a big fan of The Witcher franchise, big fan of fantasy, that kind of stuff, you should watch that. That's on the 25th of December, Christmas Day. That's your Christmas gift from Netflix, aside from Glass Onion. Um, 26th, 26th of December, Boxing Day. We have a new series called Treason, starring Charlie Cox, who if you don't know who Charlie Cox was, he starred in Daredevil. And if you didn't watch Daredevil, you're just going to have to Google who Charlie Cox is. But it's a spy thriller. Okay. Um, someone kills someone. It's of national security. Who is the person who is behind it? Is Charlie Cox's character actually somebody who can be trusted? We don't know. Okay. Find out on Boxing Day if you watch Treason. Nice. Yep. I'm still going. Oh, there's, on more. The, okay. there's more. There's more, there's more, there's um, more. On the 26th of December, this is not a new for Netflix, but this is new to Netflix, Laguna Beach season one and two. Oh, oh my God. That's a good God. time. That is a great throwback. Laguna Beach... Laguna uh, Beach, the hills, all of that uh, stuff. Oh, uh, what a time. So good. What a time. So good. I feel like, I mean, I don't, if you haven't watched Laguna Beach, I, I don't even know what to say to you, but essentially it's about like these rich socialites in a place called Laguna Beach. I think it's in the OC, is it? Yes. Yeah. In Orange County. Orange County. Um, and like about their dating lives. It's essentially what Made in Chelsea, like the American version of Made in Chelsea, but like with way more drama. Honestly, Laguna Beach started for everything else to run, mate. Exactly. Like, they were the originators. Just when like reality, reality TV was very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, on the 28th of December, we have The Circle Season 5. Last season, it had the Spice Girls in it. This season, who knows who's going to turn up? Oh, nice. And I think... It might be me. That's, it could be you. Imagine if it was. That'd be great. That'd be great. I'd be really good at it. You'd be amazing. Yeah, as we know, I'm a true liar. You are a true liar. Um, and that is all. There's tons more stuff coming out, but those are the few things that I've picked out. Okay, fine. Tons of stuff to to look out for. My favourite of that is Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, personally. I'm actually going to watch that because you've said a lot of good things about it. Yeah, so and Janelle Monáe I'm excited. Janelle is my queen. Janelle Monáe's star recently has been insane. Mm-hmm. What, made, what do you think made her switch up from? Because she used to always wear the same thing all the time. That's yeah, and I actually don't know the answer to that. I would love to know her, Lady Gaga, a few people, Nicki Minaj, it just stopped mm-hmm. like being this thing that they were known for and just kind of went the other way. I know, I know. That's quite interesting. Well, we'll find out next time on... Oh, we won't. We won't. Because this is the end of the season. Yes. So long, farewell. farewell. Um, as usual, we have no idea if we'll be back. No, we don't. Um, but if we're not, it's been good. Yeah, it's been 
great. One of the best pleasures of my working Netflix life. Yeah, same. I thoroughly enjoy it. And if it doesn't come back, I will make cutbacks in my life accordingly. Same. Financially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I really do hope it comes back because I love doing this with you. Yeah. Before we end this, favourite Christmas song? No, we're... actually, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> my favourite Christmas song is What's that? It's, it's, it's got to be something that's within Christianity. What's that song that goes, Oh, night divine, oh, night. What is it? Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angels' voices. Oh, night. What song is that? I don't know. But mm. the hymns slap differently. The hymns? Listen. Where is Ohama? He faithful. Is that what's the song? Yeah, and that's that's another that hymn. Is the best ones ever. Joyful and, and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and listen. And then you whisper, Oh, come and listen. Oh, come and listen. Oh, come and listen. Oh, that Matthew, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and James. <laughs> if that was one of you lot, hold tight, you. If that was one of them disciples, you lot popped off with that. Hold you tight. Popped off with that. Judas, screw you. <laughs> we haven't forgiven you. None for you. None for Judas. <laughs> none for you. Nothing for Judas. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Uh, where can we find you? You on can the find me on the internet at Tolly underscore T on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me at Smargina, that's G-E-N-A, on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. You can find Netflix at Netflix UK on Instagram, Twitter, still watching Netflix on YouTube and at Netflix on TikTok. And as always, please use the hashtag 1010WouldRecommend to not only bother uh, Netflix UK to make sure that they actually renew the podcast, but also to tell us your TV and film hot takes. Yes. So see you next time, hopefully. And have a good Christmas. Bye.